Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Force for Growth podcast. I'm Ricardo. I'm Courtney. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. And today we are going to be doing a special episode, giving some shout outs to all those amazing mothers out there for Mother's Day week. So happy Mother's Day week. And yeah, we're going to get started. It's all about the mothers, Courtney. I love our mamas. And let's not forget about the pet mamas. Yep. The fur Hello. baby mamas. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Thank you. Right? For that's uh that's training. Cause without our fur puppy, we would have not been able to grow our family. That was really what kicked off the whole family vibe was our first fur baby that we had in the house. Yeah. But, We've had talks about we can't really adopt anymore without having the talk of do we have baby fever or not. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I think that's a good rule. Yeah. That's a good rule. Cause you got a lot of fur babies over I there. Do. So do yeah definitely got to keep it out so shout out to all the moms of human kids fur kids even crusty kids like turtles how about that yeah there you go i got five fur babies and one reptile one reptile the reptile mamas too drink the tank which he is out of hibernation he lives in my backyard he's bigger i'll post some pictures now that i've mentioned him but yeah frank the tank frank the tank all right courtney so let's start off Tell me a little bit about your mama. Yes. Okay. And we're not I'm... talking about your mama jokes. We're talking about, you know, <laughs> no. tell us about your mama. Yes. Well, my mother is an amazing angel of a person. And I take a lot after her as far as my personality and that I I have a soft-spoken side. I know some of y'all might know really outgoing side, but my mother is, she is an introvert, but she has this creativity to her and this grace and this love. And she just, she taught me that. And she has this amazing ability to read between the lines. I do think I inherited that. And, you know, I love studying intuitive things to build onto that, but it came from my mom. It came from my mom and just the grace of how she can listen to somebody and hear what you're really saying without you actually saying it. Um, That's an incredible tool that just has been a huge support to me. Uh, but yeah, I love my mom. I don't, do you want me to give, um, okay, I'm gonna tell a funny story. All right, funny story time. Mommy, protective mommy. Okay. So once upon a time, a friend w- was looking for my address to send me some tips, treats for my birthday. And they didn't have my address, but they were able to figure out who my mother was on Facebook. And so they messaged my mother and asked for my address. And the friend in the message to my mom basically was like, as I'm sending this, I now it just hit me how creepy this is that I'm asking this. So, but my mom fired back and was like, prove to me that you really know my daughter. Tell me something that I will just clarify that. Hold up. Hold up. Is that how your mom talks? Are you like kind of channeling your mom when you're telling us how she said it? You you could hear her voice in your head saying this. Well, I I have the exact tone. Okay. This is probably how she well read it. She's like, hmm, well, if that is true, you t- prove it to me, prove it to me. And I can hear my mom say it. And so <laughs> <laughs> this friend sent back this long message about, you know, I'm a random person. So it was like, she has a tortoise that lives in her backyard. She's into this. She's into this. She's, you know, 
an herbalist that picks flowers in her free time, like just random stuff. And then my mom sent the address and uh, I got the tips, treats. And I didn't find out about any of this until I went to go tell that couple that did that for me a thank you. And then they were like, well, now that you know, let me tell you about this experience with your mom. We had to get through the guard to get this information. The guard. <laughs> the guard. And I love that because it was just, uh, I, I just, I didn't even think it was creepy. Like there, there are times that, in modern days, we forget like, oh, wait, that's dangerous to just send that info. And so to hear about that exchange just made me really grateful that just she's she's there in the way she does things. I love it. So. Tell me, yes. Tell me one about mama. All right. So before I go there, let me preface this by saying Mexican moms, maybe all Latino moms, they're loud. They are loud, right? Like, I think that's just a thing. I think that's just a thing. They're loud. They scream, they yell, they throw their flip-flops at you. Then the flip-flops in Mexico are called chanclas. So, you know, they're notorious for throwing that flip-flop at you, that chancla at you for whatever. Hey, go do this. And boom, there goes the chancla. Boom, there goes the chancla. And, you know, that's just how it is. But, one of the things that I remember very vividly when I was younger is that I would, we would go to Walmart or we would go to the grocery store or we go to the mall or something and I would run off, right? And my mom didn't really worry about things then. You know, it wasn't a time where there was creepy things going on or at least they weren't just all out and about creepy, right? Mm -hmm. And so I would run around and... And then my mom would decide that it was time to go look for me. And she would literally go through the aisles yelling my name. <laughs> Ricardo! 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 Like yelling my name through the aisles, through here, through there. And I'm I like, holy crap. You know, like this is at Walmart. And she's over here screaming and yelling my name. And and then when she couldn't find me, she would go find the manager, and then they would call me on the overhead thing. <laughs> and then I would be like, oh, then I would run, and she'd be like, where did you, obviously in Spanish, where did you go? Where have you been? And she would just drag me by the ear out of the store. Come on, get over here. Oh, I love There that. you go. That's there one. Man, if you're feeling lost in life, do you ever hear her shouting your name? Like, is that like something that, when does that pop into it, your it, head? It, it doesn't. I, I, it doesn't pop into my head. I'm glad that it doesn't pop into my head because it's very, uh, it's a trigger. <laughs> yeah. Like even just telling the story, it's like, oh my God. I'm right here. It's <laughs> like, what? Uh, but, but yeah. And they're protective. So protective. We so are grateful protective. for them at the time, but oh, they know. Man, it was she would just be Ricardo, like loud, and people would just look. She didn't. People, mama, my mamas don't care if they look crazy. Mm -mm. How about that? Mamas don't Can care. Can I tell if they a grandma story? Tell because speaking story. of looking crazy, I but mean, that, absolutely, that is, that is your mama's mama or your daddy's mama. It's, She's still yeah, a mama. It's my daddy's mama. So yes, uh, my amazing, just strong grandmother. There was a story that I was told this, I was not there to witness this, but apparently whenever my dad was younger, 
they were at the supermarket and there was another mother that was punishing a very young child, very cruel in very cruel ways. So I get the sense she was spanking it really hard or something, but this young toddler and apparently my grandmother, which is a little shorter than me, but I mean, just about five feet walks up, took the baby out of the cart and grabbed it and was like, you're not grateful for this baby. I'm going to keep this baby. If you can't take care of it. And she walked off with the baby, but brought it right back. But it was to teach this younger mother a lesson about not, not beating on your kids. Mm -hmm. And that's a story that I wish I would have seen that, but I would not have the courage to do that myself. And I say that, you know, before I've had children, but man, there were some old fashioned ways. You just said it. You didn't hold back your thoughts. You know, these days we just kind of tend to keep it ourselves and judge. And so what are some things that, okay, so let me start. I remember my mom, let me pause. Hold on. Let me, how am I going to frame this? What are some characteristics that you got from your mom? And this came up because then you tell talking about that, just that spunky grandma, right? Like, hey, this is just how she is. And you said, I don't know if I would be able to do that. But I'm looking back and I'm thinking it, it sparked an idea about my mom that I remember her just working so hard. Like she worked, like mm-hmm. worked, worked. Um, I don't remember ever really being, I don't ever remember being without food. We always had food. Maybe it wasn't a majestic meal, but we always had food. We always had clothes. This might be too TMI, but maybe I didn't get new school clothes every single year, but I always got underwear and socks, mm-hmm. right? At the very minimum, maybe some pants and some shirts, but man, she worked her butt off. I remember her working two jobs at one time. So she would go in and work in the morning, like nine to five or nine to four. And then she would go to another job, like six to one and rinse and repeat, rinse Mm -hmm. and repeat, rinse and repeat. And just that work ethic, right? That work ethic of just grinding. You know, we talk a lot about grinding and she was just grinding. And I just, I remember that. I'm like, wow. And Mm -hmm. I, At the time, I didn't appreciate that. I think that's one of the things about kids, right? We don't really appreciate that at the time. But looking back now and seeing what it was, I mean, wow, she's like a superhuman, Mm -hmm. a superwoman. Yeah, there there was many years, many, many years that my mother was the sole supporter. And I, I, I mean, just. I don't even know what all she had to do to keep us afloat, you know, but I'm forever grateful for that. One thing I do want to, I've heard you talk about, and it's, it's a twinkle in your eye when you tell a story about your mom, but is when she purchased the house that she's in now. And, but she, she, she got her a home where she wanted to, you know, and bought it with her own money, working hard and, and just bought that home for you and her. And, uh, when you talk about that house and that story, I, I have some gratitude towards your mom for that and just the appreciation because it comes out when you talk about it. And so just that hard work and that ethic. It's it, just, it's a lot of work. She and, Yeah. And I mean, it's not like she was buying $100,000 houses. Her first house that she bought that she owned and she still has was, I think, $5,000, like a little 600 square foot joint mm-hmm. and no, no living room. 
she slept in the quote unquote living room and I slept in the bedroom mm -hmm. and it had a bathroom and a kitchen and that's it. Just four little rooms. Yeah. And uh, that's where she started. So she paid that off. Not in 30 years, just in like a few years, she paid that off. And then she bought another house that was like 10,000 or 12,000 or something like that. And that's the house she still lives in now in Longview. Mm -hmm. And she paid that one off. And now she's renting this other house and this house is paid off. And like, it's, it's like, wow, how does she, how does, you know, not speaking English, not knowing the language, taught herself how to drive, taught, learned how to drive. Um, it's, it's amazing it had to, to be me. scary. It had to be. <laughs> Learning, I mean, over here in Texas. I mean, I know in Longview, they're a little nicer, but. Oh, yeah. I mean, Longview's, you know, 60,000 population. So it's not like wild, but mm -hmm. it's there's no tollways, freeways or anything like that. Right. But it's a little bit more mellow. It's mm -hmm. still amazing that she was able to do all that. Yeah. Just so much gratitude for that. Right. Just looking back on the. Well, it was a comment that after Mike's mom passed away a few years ago, the comment was made, it's it's just a house. It's no longer a home. You know, mm. it's just a house. And it really, I mean, lots to say on that. But the love that is infused in a home by the mother, like it doesn't matter the size. It doesn't matter if it's fancy. It doesn't matter if it's a mansion, you know. But what we remember most and what I hope everyone is most grateful for, even if you're not you know, having the perfect relationship with your parent now is that that love that they put in there and just to build you a home so that you know what a home is, you know, we can never thank them enough for that. And it's there, right? Mm -hmm. It's there. So do you have another mama story? Tell us a little <sighs> bit more about your mama. Okay. What are okay. some of her characteristics? Okay. Virtues, she, oh, I'll tell strength. a funny one. A strength. Okay. A strength. Yeah. Okay. Well, she, um, she loves adventure. I count this as its strength. She loves adventure. She's quite introverted, but it's it's very much like you get her on an adventure and go wander. Uh, but there's one, a Wilhog concert. So Wilhog is one of my favorite musicians. And we went to a concert one time. I think it was at the Granada Theater in Dallas, but it was one. And I mean, I, I went to every concert of his for well over 10 years in Texas. So there are many years, but at one point, um, so of course I got my mom into his music real young. She, she was, she was a member of the Kiss Army back in the day. Uh, but my mom loves the hard, hard rock. Okay. Hard rock, like the Led Zeppelin, the unit, the ACDC, nice shirt, by the way, Ricardo. Oh yeah, there and, you go. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I had to do a double check and see if it was like a Led Zeppelin shirt or something. I was like, speaking of, uh, but it, she just, she loves that type of music. So anyway, so Will Hogue, knowing she likes this type of music, I invited her to a show and she came out. And I remember I was inside, my mom smoked cigarettes. And so she had popped out front to have a cigarette before the show got started. And she came back in. I'm like, oh, da, 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 whatever. Like we're catching up. And she's like, yeah, I talked to Will. I talked to Will for a while outside. And so my mom, I'm waiting for the show. <laughs> my favorite guy, my mom's outside talking to him. <laughs> and um, it cracked me up because just that's that's her though. It she's not nervous to do certain things. And I just I think I inherited that sense of adventure, that spontaneity. Um, but just 
she'll just go and have fun. And I, she's also not a heavy drinker. I mean, she will here and there every now and then, but just also learning to enjoy a concert and music and adventures like that without drinking. You know, I remember that just so many good times that I just danced with my mom at a show, you know, and it wasn't because we needed something to have a good time or anything. And just those moments I'm forever grateful for. Oh, I got a question. Okay. Aren't mama hugs the best? Oh, yes. I call them sunshine hugs. Yeah. Like uh, the the picture, the visualization just occurred to me of when I was smaller, right? Little-er. Is that a word? When I was smaller, I was shorter, right? And for the longest time, I was shorter than my mom, obviously, when I was, you know, three, four, five, six, until I became a teenager. And then I sprouted up and became taller. But I remember her having to bend over to give me a hug. And now when we hug, she comes up to about right here. And I don't know. It just occurred to me. Like, I just, I feel it. Like the mama hug. Right. And even though you're taller than her, it still, it like (sighs) takes over your whole body. Right. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but for me, every time I get around her, I turn into a little kid again. Mm Mm-hmm. But you just, I just revert back into, the, and she plays into it. They play into it, right? They're like, oh, my baby, my little boy. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. Um, I will ask you this. Have you grown to appreciate your mom more as you got older than you did when you were younger? Yes. Yes. Um, I only... I keep my composure. I'm only just beginning to understand the struggles she's been through with my adult brain and the things she did for us and the support and the love and just things that she went through and things that she probably went through that she'll never reveal to me. And she has revealed quite a bit. And um, just how can you say anything else about that love? You know, it's beautiful. All right. Same here. Like just grow even in my teen, you know, younger years, I you know, your mom is the number one when you're what under twelve. Yeah. Before you become a teenager. And it was like, oh, me and my mama forever. Then you get a teenager, then you're like, no, get away from me. Leave me alone. And and then now it's like, wow, you know, I'm like I'm really growing to just like just appreciate and and love and Without even really understanding everything that they do for us, everything that she did for me mm-hmm. and my brother and my family. And it's it's overwhelming when you think about it, mm-hmm. right? It's just overwhelming. And it comes with age. I wish I could go back and tell my younger teenage self to be like, appreciate your mom. Yeah. You know, my 20-year-old, thirty in my 20s and my 30s, appreciate her more. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in my 40s and I'm just feel like I'm just now even really starting to understand everything, especially now that I have a son. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. Right. It's it's interesting, you know, growing up for a certain while, your parents are your model. And so you think they're perfect. And then one day maybe you learn they're not perfect or you see it or something. And it kind of rocks your world because you're like, it wait does. a minute, this is not the model perfection or whatever, you know, but it's, and I hope folks come back around to this third phase a lot quicker, but you know, at some point you realize 
okay, they might have been yelling at me about this, and that's what I remember. But it was to get me, you know, to get that good grade in that class so that I didn't end up in a situation that they had to grow through, you know, things like that. It's just we, our child brain interprets stuff a lot different than our adult brain will if we reflect and go back. And so I do challenge if you do have, I don't know, bad memory or something. And if you can reach out to your parent and just, you know, ask them like what have really happened or yeah. why were you doing that? Or just so you can have some clarity as an adult that that came from love and that they were doing their best to support you and build the life that you deserve, you know, that they maybe didn't have or couldn't provide for themselves. So they want it for you. And there's just that phase of ungratefulness that we all go through and maybe at different ages, but so ungrateful, um, yeah, it's, it's massive. Yeah. And I just the one that sticks out in my moment, man, I'm embarrassed. We even share this one was we like after, after the last day of school in middle school, everyone would go to McDonald's, right? Everyone would just meet at the McDonald's after the last day of school in middle school. And so my mom took me and she's like, where's everybody going? I'm like, Oh, they're going to McDonald's. She's like, let's go. And I'm like, no, it's okay. Then nobody else go with their mama. <laughs> it was, they were all like, Walked up there, rode their bikes up there or whatever. Cool kids. And, yeah. And I'm over there and she's like, come on. And I'm like, no, it's okay. She's like, no, it's okay. Come on. And man, like, I just remember being so embarrassed and I was a jerk. I was a jerk to her that day. And this was in middle school. And I remember sitting in the booth and not wanting to be there because I was just like, oh, I'm here with my mom, man. Mm. And Yeah. I'll tell a quirky one that I'm embarrassed for being a brat. I was in middle school and it was, and mom, if you were listening, I still don't know why you decided to do this, but I'm thankful for the lesson. Okay. Um, but, and I still have those bright blue um, tights, but basically my mom is a fan of the Jane Fonda workout and oh, yeah. the um, tights with the like uh, leotard, I think is what it's called. Sorry. I was not into ballet. But basically, like, she had this, like, maroon leotard with these bright blue tights. And she was doing her thing. And it, it came to time where we needed to go to my orientation. It was, like, meet the teacher night or something. Yeah. It was, like, an orientation that started with, like, everyone in that grade, like, meeting in the cafeteria with the kids and the parents. And then you would go to all the classes that your child had and meet all the teachers. Right. And I remember she was working out or she had something she didn't have time to change and i was like please change please change like please dear god will you please change and she was like no no don't worry we don't care what people think don't worry like it their opinion doesn't matter and she went and this i think i mean she put something over it shorts over it like she looked decent to go in public but i'm just like my mom's in this like leotard with these bright blue tights and she's a little skinny thing but like i was just so embarrassed and i remember just being like i, I just cannot believe i'm here right now and i know i was a breath that night so i thank you mom i thank you for wearing those bright blue tights and showing me we don't care what people think so, I, thank well, you for, I thank my mom for going taking me to mcdonald's she was trying to do something nice and i was being a butthead right like it came from love, right? Like, mm-hmm. man, that's a good so if story. If you haven't apologized for your uh, brattiness as a child, pick up do the so. phone, give <laughs> a call. So. Yeah. 
Oh, such a heartwarming oh. episode, Courtney. We yes. laughed. Let's we not, cried. We all the warm fuzzies. Yeah. <laughs> this was one of those episodes. Yes. Mm. It definitely was. So, what um, what's your favorite trait or lesson you've ever learned from your mom? My mom, just that hard work. That that hard work pays off. That's she's a prime example of just that hard work pays off. And we you know, she didn't maybe didn't reach financial success or this glorious, successful life that other people have, but she was happy and she's content and the hard work pays off. What about you? Yeah. Graceful strength. Graceful strength. You don't always have to come in guns blazing to be strong. You don't have to ignore the signs of grace and be bullheaded. You just need to, you know, align up with whatever your higher power is and do your best with that power behind you. And the strength is always there, even if you don't know it. It's always there. Yeah. 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 So that's a perfect way. Wrapping up, shout out to all the mothers. Call your mother, your call your dad, call your parent. And Call if you grandma. grew up, yeah. yeah, your grandma, if you grew up in the single home, just remember they did double duty. Yeah. Like my mom was my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. Double duty. Yeah. Right. But my brother was there to step in too. So it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Force for Girls podcast. Make sure you like and share this episode. Go visit us on social media at Force for Growth. And always remember to be a force for good, a force for growth, and a force for greatness. Bye. Thank you, everybody.